Well, we in the season, of course, you remember last Friday, Rosh Hashanah, beginning of a new year. And now, remember this, the beginning of the new year, but you have the also 10 days of awe, actually, which means 10 days of repentance, which is between the Rosh Hashanah, which is the new year, or Feast of the Trumpets, to Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement. I hope that's not too foreign to you. At least you can know, you know some things by now. Osakala has taught for years, and I've, I mean, I've, I've just believed to get here and there. I'm not a Jewish messianic teacher, <laughs> but some some things that will help me also to focus concerning the new covenant that we belong with. You know, what Jesus has done for us. I, I think of this, which I believe is uh, as we go even to this feast and understand our Jewish roots, what happens is we get more revelation concerning what Jesus has done for us. We get deeper in our, in our salvation. How many of you know that you can be born again and you say, praise God, I'm going to heaven, and that's all? Okay. Or you can be born again and you get revelation of who Christ has done, who he is in your life, and become stronger and stronger and stronger. And then you come to a place that no matter what happens around, you are not moved. Have you noticed how much the world is changing? Oh, my goodness. Have you noticed the prices? How much the prices have gone high? Of what? Everything. Literally of everything. What is it that is going to keep us strong, being assured of what we have believed in, is revelation of God's word concerning what he has done through our Lord Jesus Christ. I've been meditating on several scriptures concerning finances and I'm thrilled. I'm, 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 I'm expectant. I'm pregnant with those scriptures. It just keep growing and I go wake up in the morning. I start going back into them. And, and during the day I think about them. I'm pregnant. And I'm allowing that to grow and grow inside of me. The amazing thing is this. Until you see it inside of you, you can have it out here. That's why I was giving one of the keys I gave to in this past Sunday was meditation. Meditation enables us to see inside of us. Now, let's go to, back to some things I shared last Sunday. And I believe God to, to, to take some time in prayer. But remember, I, I taught about times of refreshing. And I wasn't just teaching times of refreshing, but I do believe times of refreshing are here. Amen. It's not just talking about it. But times of refreshing are here. And I, I give, I'll, I'll say several things again. Sometimes you thought you had, this night will hear again. And you realize, I didn't think I had that last Sunday. So refreshing, God wants to breathe his life into your life that you may be refreshed. And this is not once in a while. It should be on our, our daily walk with him. We are refreshed. What is that meaning of refreshing? It's to, to, be, to restore strength and revive. 
Truly, a person who is refreshed is strong. You're strong. And I know you know when you are strong. And not in your own strength. You know you are strong in the Lord. You know that. <laughs> Have you been in a meeting? Maybe you are going in for fellowship. And you are thinking like, tonight or this evening the head of the fellowship, please, Lord, may he not call me. <laughs> you know you are not refreshed. It has ever happened. Uh, or oh, oh, may, may not even one call me to sing a song tonight. Oh, God, Lord. Oh, Lord. Have you ever been there? Oh, and then when you entered there, I say, um, oh, Sister Candy, I, I think you, you have something to share with us. I think, oh, God, that's what I told you. <laughs> and the day you feel so strong, you feel, God and God, I'm using the word feel. You realize the head of the fellowship is not even looking at you. <laughs> do, do you know why? Many times you're relying on your own strength. And many times you're relying on your own strength. So there are times you feel you're strong and there are times you don't feel strong. But listen to this, I'm telling you that the truth over the years, I've, I've literally kept on learning how to rely on God's strength. Even when I feel so weak, I'll say I'm strong. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. My spirit is strong. My soul, mind, will, emotions is strong. And then I start doing it by faith. I go into the presence of God by faith. I start being refreshed. True, if you're truly being in God's presence, you will be refreshed. So that word is restore strength and revive. So when you're talking about being refreshed, you need to think of it, strength. Strength. Remember in, a, in, a, in Psalm 20, it talks about God gives strength to his people. What about 2 Timothy 1.7? For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of what? How? Is there, is there, is there weakness in power? No, power is power. I mean, power is power. For, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, of a sound mind. Now you think about all that combination is strength. God has given to, he gives to his people strength. Let's go to Psalm 20 and then we'll come back to continue with that. We'll flow tonight. Amen. Psalm 20, I like it. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send your help from the sanctuary. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. You see, God gives what? Gives strength to his people. And, and then he says, uh, now I know the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. God gives strength to his people. Anytime you're, you're, you're in the presence of God and you'll be a, you're conscious of the presence of God, you find that you have strength to do his will. It takes strength to do God's will. Don't forget that. It takes strength to do God's will. 
So to be revived or to be refreshed is to be strong. Let me go over here and something. So then you have to be aware. You must, you must allow your, 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 you must yield your spirit to the Lord, to the Lord. A strong spirit is yielded to the Lord. When you talk about a strong spirit, is the spirit that is yielded to the Lord. So, so to speak, is a, a, a life that is yielded to the Lord is strong. Why? It's not your own strength. It's not my own strength. God, when you talk about God, you talk about, like that one, with the seven strength of his might hand. Now, he can't be God if he's a weak God. <laughs> yeah? He's, he serves with his mighty hand. And then a strong spirit, what it happens when you have a strong spirit, it's easy for you to be able to know the purposes of God and walk in them. Uh, listen to Proverbs 18.14, the Amplified Classic Version, Proverbs 18.14. Is the strong, 1814, yeah, look at this together. The strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear. As the strong spirit of a man sustains him. What's that? Remember, it's the spirit that gives life. Not the flesh. So we must prioritize the inner strength on our day-to-day life. And how does, where does that come from? We are going to look at in a moment where that comes from. It comes from the presence of God. Um, um, person can, a person who knows how to draw strength from God's presence can go through anything, but they will still remain strong. Well, let me show you. I'm going ahead of myself. But let's go to Genesis 49, verse 22 and 24. Do you know a man like Joseph, he went through a lot of things? His brothers sold him. For you, your brother, if he doesn't call you for two weeks, <laughs> you, have a, you have a big problem. But his own brother sold him, and there were no mobile phones, sold him to Egypt. There was no connection there. Sold him. And then in verse, verse 22, when Joseph, when, when, when Jacob is speaking about his son Joseph, he says this, Joseph is a fruitful bough. Bough is a branch. A fruitful bough by a well. What do you expect of that, that, that bough or that branch? By a well? Oh, it doesn't matter how dry it is. This bough is strong. Whew, hallelujah. I'm getting excited right there. That, that one is strong. His branches run over the wall. Oh, we read that. I'm, I'm, I'm going a different direction with scriptures. But, but listen, he branches run over the wall and go to the next one. He says, uh, the archers have bitterly grieved him, shot at him and hated him. You know who an archer is? You know, they keep throwing arrows. 
have bitterly grieved him, shot at him and hated him. But look at what he says. But his bow remained in what? In weakness? Oh, no, no. Oh, they've been talking about me, you know. I don't know what to do. They keep talking about No, you need, you need to get in the presence of God to be strong. Just talking about you, they should not, should not destroy. Oh, they keep talking about me. Stop listening to what they're saying. And by the way, who's bringing those news to you about what they're talking about? <laughs> Was he not part of what they are talking about? <laughs> but his bow remained in strength. And, and look at this. And the arms of his hands were made strong. When you talk about God's presence, don't forget about that. When you talk about being refreshed, you think about strength. I'm, I'm refreshed. I'm ready to do something for the Lord. By the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. Have you noticed there's nothing about God which is weak? By the hand of the mighty God of Jacob, from there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. But his ball remains strength. Let's look at some of the things that we can tell how, where he got his strength from. Let's go to Genesis. Genesis. Let's learn some things from that man. Genesis 39. Verse 1 says, Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and, and Potiphar, the officer of the Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him, brought him with the, from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph. Ooh, what does that mean? God was with his, his presence was upon Joseph and was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. Think about that being the presence of God. And he was a successful man. So it doesn't matter the position you are in. You may start at the end report of that com company, but you make sure that the Lord is with you, that you have that presence of God, and what happens? A successful man. So success, according to God's word, and according to the kingdom of God, is God being with you. His presence being with you. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. But God was with him. And look what, what follows next. It says, and his master saw that the Lord was with him. What did he see? These people didn't have any covenant. It's not during lunchtime that they went, he went for prayer. You understand? Huh? Lunch hour. Or morning glory. No, no, no. He was walking in the master's. The master saw. I like to know. How did he see? What did he see on, 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 uh, on Joseph? That God's presence was upon Joseph until the master saw. There's something different about this man. That should be yours and my testimony. We go to some places and people say, you know, we've seen so many people around here, but there's something different about you. What do you do? I'm a servant of God. Really? Oh, I'm a, I'm a daughter of God. He saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord had made all he did to prosper in his hand. That's the will of God. Now let's go back to, to that scripture now so that you can understand 
what, what his father says in, in, um, in that scripture just read in, Je in Genesis chapter 49. Joseph is a fruitful bough. Now, where is that coming from? Because God was with him. God was with him. A fruitful bough by a well, his branches run over the wall. The archers have bitterly grieved him. Now, if you are you're, you're sold as a slave in a foreign country, what else do you expect? There are no mobile phones. You don't know if you're ever going to see your family or not. Do you know the only hope that he had? Anyone? Do you know the only hope that he had? Huh? Anyone? The dream. I don't have any sweets here, but I could have given. The only hope that he had was the dream. He hoped what God had shown him in a dream was going to come to pass. That was his hope. So listen this. The dream coming to pass was dependent on actually relying on God to bring it to pass. Because what he was going through, the archers have bitterly grieved him, shattered him, and hated him. So in the natural, it didn't look like there was any hope. And then what follows next is this. Verse, but his bow remained strong in strength. And the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. Now let me give you a scripture over here in Psalm 119 that you can use. Just what I've said there, that his strength came from the dream that he had received from the Lord. Look at Psalm 119, verse 92. Oh, have this inside of you over and over again, uh, church. Have that inside of you. Don't forget this. Listen, unless your law or your word had been my delight, I would then have perished in my affliction. We all go through circumstances, and some of them so challenging. But unless your word had been my delight, don't you see, Dave, uh, don't you see Joseph in that? He had the only hope he had was the word of God. Unless your law had been my delight, I would have then perished in my affliction. Go to verse ninety-three, please. And he says, this, "I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life." I am yours, save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked wait for me to destroy me, but I will consider your testimonies. I have seen the consummation of all perfection, but your commandment is exceedingly broad. Unless your law had been my delight, I would have then have perished my affliction. Strength, refreshing, comes from the presence of God. You must prioritize his word. You must prioritize being in, in, in his word on a daily basis. Now look at this then. So revive, don't forget, a revived person, a refreshed person, is a strong person. Restore strength and revive, that's the word refresh. Another word is renovate or to restore or maintain by renewing supply, which is actually to replenish. To replenish. So a person who's been refreshed 
is a person who is replenished. Before then you felt weak. But at some point you started getting into the presence of God and say, oh God, I'm so refreshed. I really, I, I really don't believe just you can go in the time of prayer in the, in the presence of God and come out tired. I've prayed the whole night, I'm so tired. You're doing it in the flesh. You're doing it in the flesh. I'm, I'm, I truly say so. But that was great warfare. Or are you the one fighting? <laughs> that was great. Or are you the one fighting? Who fights your battles? The Lord. Who quickens you? The Spirit. Who, who teaches your, your hands to walk? The Lord. Let's go some 18 quickly and then we'll come back to this. I still haven't gone to my main script, but we are coming there. <clears throat> oh, brother, I've been, I've been praying for the whole night, brother. Even my, I lost my voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're doing it in the flesh. Huh? Never lost your voice eating honey. <laughs> Become sweeter. <laughs> look, at, look at verse uh, Psalm 18. I will love you, O oh Lord. What? What? Are you seeing that? I'll, I'll teach, I'll do some teachings about God's strength. I'm teach, I'll do some teachings about God's people staying strong. I will love you, O oh Lord. What? My strength. David says, God, you are my strength. That is not received outside his presence. Strength is in his presence. Don't forget this. God is spirit. Then his strength does not come to the body fast. His strength comes to your spirit. Why would I say that? Romans 8.11 But the spirit, if the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, does he? Yeah, he does. Then he who raised Christ from the dead will do what? Quicken or give life to your mortal body. So your strength, church, and my strength is inside out, not outside in. Thank God for muscles like of, uh, of, uh, of the husband of Cynthia. <laughs> big muscles, big muscles. <laughs> A billion muscles. But, but that's why he's coming to the world, to be fed. Because <laughs> he realized, realize if I keep lifting weights alone, I, I, I need also to be getting some strength in my spirit. That's the inner strength. Listen, the strength of a man comes from the Lord. And it begins from the inside out. And we remember what we read in, in that Proverbs 18, 14, a strong spirit. The Bible says, the King James says, the, King, the New King James says that um, the spirit of a man shall, shall sustain him in infirmity. The spirit of a man. That's what? A strong spirit of a man. The strong spirit of a man. Yes, sorry. The strong spirit of a man sustains him. Not the other, the, the New King James Version. It says, this, come on, let's see the, the New King James Version. It says, the spirit of a man. But the Amplified Classic Version says, the strong spirit of a man, not just a spirit of a man, the spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness. But who can bear a broken spirit? A broken spirit is a weak spirit. Strength. 
Don't forget your inner strength. Hey, if you feel so tired and you've been busy and your schedule has become busy, the more you need God's presence. If you're having busy schedule and your workplace is so busy, the more you need to spend time in God's presence. Don't say we've become too busy that I cannot pray anymore. You are thinking in a reverse way and not in the right way. I become too busy. That's why I need God's presence. That's why I need to spend more time in prayer. I usually check out and, and sometimes I know, wow, this is a long day and have lots of things to do. That's when I need to wake up even early to spend more time in God's presence because I'm meeting with different kind of people. I need to have instruction and the leading of the Holy Spirit in dealing with them. A weak spirit doesn't do that. How about if you went for counseling and the one who's, who's counseling is yawning? <gasps> what did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Rudy, <laughs> you need a strong spirit. All right? So I will love you. Some go back, back some 18. I will love you, oh Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Let's go next. What he says next is, my God, what? My God, my strength, in whom I do, I do what? I will trust my shield and the horn of my salvation. My what? Stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. And he goes on to say, the enemies surrounded him. But look what go down there. In verse, verse 28. For you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by you, I can run against a troop. By my God, I can leap over a wall. Oh, you know, in my family, we are not athletes. No, we are family. We, this is a family here. You belong. <laughs> you belong to a family of athletes. David is your brother. He says, uh, uh, for, for, for by you, not my strength, by you I can run again as a troop. And by my, my God, by my God. Are you seeing where he's depending, who is depending, uh, depending on? By my God, I can leap over a wall. As for God is where is perfect, the word of the Lord is proven. is a shield to all who trust in him. And then he says this, verse 31, I like it. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? And what does he say? It is God who does what? Arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. It is God who arms me with strength. He arms me with strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. And look at verse, verse, verse 37. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. No, those are not like, oh, the devil has been up running after me. Oh, what? what? <laughs> I had someone say that. That's an individual say, oh, you know, this time I've had the, the devil on the run. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's been running after me. 
that the devil on the run, but the devil has been running after him. So it's him who's been running and the devil has been after him. Now listen to what, what David say. I've pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Do you remember that young man? He was heading towards, towards Goliath. Huh? As he's talking, he headed towards him. <laughs> While others were running away, him he headed towards Goliath speaking. What was he speaking? He was speaking covenant. He was speaking strength. He went towards Goliath. Go read it out. In, in first summer, he was running towards Goliath with a sling. So he says, I've pursued my enemies and overtaken them. And then he says this, neither did I turn back again till they were destroyed. Look at what follows next. I have wounded them so that they could not rise. They have fallen under my feet. Look at verse 39. For you have armed me with the strength for the battle. You've armed me with the strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who rise up against me. God arms his people with strength. That's why you can't linger on bed and stay on bed and stay on bed and say, but I wanted to pray, but I still want to sleep. That's not strength. Okay. Maybe you're talking about some people who are not here. Maybe the ones who are watching. <laughs> now listen to this. So let's go back to that word. I wanted to, to, for you to see about being refreshed is being strong. So listen to this. Times of refreshing is time of God's strength being upon his people. Times of God's strength. Ah, oh, let's go to this and then I go. Back into, let's go to, to Daniel. Yes, where is Daniel? Where is he? Daniel. Just over here. 11 verse 32. 11:32. It says, Those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God shall be what? Strong and carry what? Great exploits. So if we talk about times of refresh, you need to think about God giving strength to his people to do his purpose. How do we get that strength? Let's go back now to the scriptures here. Acts chapter 3, verse 19, from the Amplified Version. Was it yours? Okay. Acts 3. So listen to this. The word repent is not our enemy. Oh, repent. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Now, let's look at it from, from the perspective of God's word. So, repent, change, change. So, if you're talking about repentance, you're talking about what? Change. Change. Anyone who's satisfied by who you are right now, what you've experienced right now, 
You know, I'm saying that there is more. There is more. There is much more. You know, I've meditated on God's presence and, I, and I'm still meditating and praying in the Holy Ghost. Just to think about, the Bible talks about the shadow of Peter. Just healed. People wanted to, to come there and put the, those who are sick near so that his shadow may heal them. But in essence, we know Peter, was it? In essence, what does that mean? The presence of God that was upon Peter healed the people. For God was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. So the presence of God that was upon, upon Peter will be passing and people will be healed. Now look at this then. It says, so repent, change your inner self, your old way of thinking. So your old way of thinking and my old way of thinking want to enter in the times of refreshing. So for us to enter into times of refreshing is to fast by doing what? Change your inner self, our old way of thinking, and regret past sins. And then it says this, and, and do that fast. And then what, what are you pursuing? Return to God. Seek his purpose for your life. Let me see if this, this will resonate with you. If you've missed the mark or sin, the right place to be in is, is in God's presence. In the natural, you'll feel terrible. Really terrible. Oh, did I do that? God forgive me. But the right place to be is in the presence of God. Because in his presence, he will not condemn you, but he will remove that sin. Look at it. This is the, the old covenant. But we can see the reflection of it in the new, new, new covenant. Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah says, and the, the, the heavens open, and I saw the Lord high lifted up. And the train of his robe filled, filled the temple. And he says, woe unto me, for I dwell among people with unclean lips. And then what, what happens after that, the, the spirit of God, the, I mean the word of God says that Seraphim came and cleaned his mouth. That is like, a, what do you call that? Is it debiking? Is it, is it debiking? Did you do that in, a, in a agriculture? Well, you know, the, uh, if a chicken is being poking on the, on the eggs, what do you do? You never saw your grandmother, what they do? Get, get some hot iron and... Anyone who ever saw that? You all grew up around here, so you didn't... You didn't uh, you are city people. But a grandmother will just pick it up and say, hey, mama, would you do that? Did you see your parents doing that? Even her, you see, she, she's also guilt of that. <laughs> yeah, you take the knife and you just burn that so I can't poke the eggs. Because, you know, there, there, there are some foolish chicken that will do that. So those foolish chickens so. So think about this, uh, 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 the prophet Isaiah. In the presence of God, his sin was removed away. And immediately after that, he had the word of the Lord say this, 
will go for us. And he said, here I am, Lord, send me. Before then, I believe sin, which like any sin, will make someone be guilt and can serve the Lord. But when you come to God's presence, that's when you are restored. Your way of thinking. Now, now look, listen to what I'm about to say. You start having the attitude of God towards that sin. You cannot have the God's attitude or true repentance without knowing how to enter into God's presence and start looking at the, what do you call it? The deception and all what involved in, in a sinful life. The other one is I've been caught. Forgive me. Forgive me. You've been caught. But that, 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 that does nothing. You know, you better have your child just come and say, you know, I, 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 I ate that honey and I hid it. You know, mom, this is where it is. But when you found out that what they are doing and start saying, oh, forgive me, mom, you know what they are, they are avoiding. <laughs> you know what they are avoiding. But listen this, when you come into God's presence, you start being refreshed and you start having God's attitude towards sin. Godly sorrow causes what? Repentance. You have true godly sorrow. And it's not just, oh, sorry, Lord, but you start seeing how sin, how terrible sin is until you want his way of thinking. Oh, I remember the first time that happened on 21st of, of, of June 1996. 1996. The Lord showed me my sinful nature that evening. I cried and cried and cried. I felt bad. I saw myself as a sinner. And I, he enabled me to see how I looked. Literally, he showed me walking the way I looked before him. I remember the way I, uh, the way I saw myself. God showed me the way I looked before him. And it grieved me. And listen to this, uh, church. It grieved me so much that every sin that I had committed was against God. And it made me sorrowful. Godly sorrow brings in really true repentance. If we keep going doing the same thing and we don't care about really what God thinks, then we don't know the presence of God. True presence of God changes us. And listen to this. We get addicted to his presence. Now. So your old way of, old way of thinking, regret past sins and return to God. Seek his purpose for your life. And then he says this. So that your sins may be wiped away, blotted out, completely erased. Erased. So what follows next? So that... Times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Can I, get, uh, can I get times of refreshing outside his presence? No, you can't. No, you can't. Times of refreshing may come from the presence of God. It's the times of refreshing is from God's presence. What does he do? Restoring you like a cool wind on a hot Ha, ha, ha.
I told you when you went Pastor Maxwell in Masabi. Before then, I, I talked to him when he was in Germany, and I said, Pastor Maxwell, so you think we can go to Masabi? He said, yeah. I said, oh, you're coming here, though. Uh, it started becoming hot, so you'll sweat quite a bit. We had some cold season in July, but you'll sweat quite a bit. He said, oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm coming there, actually, to, ref like he, he called it tanking the sun. You know, tanking, you know, like he say, he, he say that's a direct translation in German, just tanking. So he says that I'm coming just to, to suck the sun into my body. I said, no, never, no problem, we'll be going to Masabit. You don't have even to think about it. <laughs> Subdeal, you know, in Masabit, it can go even to 40 degrees Celsius. Subdeal comes from there. You remember some deal? Yeah. Now she comes from there. Oh my goodness, our home is hot. And the thing is this. <laughs> oh, was it? I was telling. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Okay. The thing is this. It's so hot. But even in the sun, I remember sitting outside. Sabdio, you are you are you are not feeling well. You are you in the in the in the house. But even in the sun. Shining, no cloud, yeah? They're giving you a hot cup of tea. A hot cup of tea. I told the guys, you better drink this tea. Man, the pastor is hot. We better take this tea. This is what they have offered to you. We drank that tea. I know those big cups, the metal cups, and you are just over there. Praise God, help me. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, true. Hot and rocks all over. So listen to this. So, so Pastor Maxwell, we go over there and really wasn't wearing his hat. He just, he just without. But it was hot, hot, hot. He said, I want to refuel. I, I want to retank. I mean, he's called it tanking. And then at some point he said this. We're coming back. We passed this solo. And it started raining. And he said, it's been over 20 years since I've been rained on by the rain of Africa, of Kenya. I said, the rain of Kenya. I said, never mind. No man, stop over here. Let's go. Let him go out and be rained on. <laughs> he said, no, no, let's go. <laughs> so we got to a certain place and we alighted to, wash, to use the washrooms. That's a place called Kisima. It's in, uh, in Meru. We, we came out, and then immediately we went to the washroom. It started raining heavily. So running to the vehicle means that you have to be rendered. So I was the one leading from the washroom. I ran to the vehicle, and he came running behind me. I said, you are the one who wanted to be rained. Why are you running behind me? <laughs> you, you wanted to be rendered. He said, I've been rendered enough. <laughs> it was raining heavily. But listen to this. Times of refreshing coming from the presence of the Lord Restoring you like a cool wind on a hot day. Among the, the people then, Marsabit is Dawayamoto Imoto. It's hot, get some tea, that's all. <laughs> you get some tea. But listen, this the, the, the times of refreshing coming from the presence of the Lord, the Passion Translation says this, and now you must repent and turn back to God so that your sins will be removed. And so that 
times of refreshing will do what? Stream from the Lord's presence. Now, what are these? What is to refresh? Revive, remember? Renovate, replenish. And one another word is to, to recharge. Recharge. So when you say like, my battery has no power. I'm recharging it. What is that? You are, you are infusing it with what? With power. So recharged, recreate, is to regenerate. So the times of refreshing is, there's a repentance. And in that repentance comes in what? Power. Regeneration. It is, is to rejuvenate. It's to renew, repair, restore. Some need resuscitation. Revitalize. And then revitalize. And also another word is revive. That all comes from the presence of Noel. Nowhere else but from his presence. Now, talking about repentance in Isaiah 43. Give you some few scriptures and I want us to, to, to pray from his presence. That's what I want us to experience, to pray from his presence. In Isaiah 43, 18 to 19 says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of all. What is that? In, in, on, the, on the context that we are speaking of, do not remember the former things or consider of the things of all. He says this. this is the, these are the things that you need to repent of. This is the old way of thinking. You know, you can go through things and if you are not careful, you say, but I don't think anything will change in my life. That's a lie. What do you need to repent? Remember the song that you sing like, I have made... I have made you too small in my eyes. Oh Lord, forgive me. I have believed what? A lie that you are unable to save me. But now, oh Lord, I see my wrong. Is that my wrong? Anyway, you go check it out on Spotify. Do not remember the former things. And he says this, not consider the things of all. That, that is all way of thinking, believing a lie that one is not able to change. But you start, the, the instruction is this, if you want new things, think about this. If you want times of refreshing, this is what you're supposed to do. Go to the next one. Behold, I will do a new thing. But before that new thing springs forth, you need to do what? Don't to remember the former things. Step into something new. I was praying for someone, a certain brother yesterday, and we are, we are talking. Well, actually, it wasn't even a plan to pray. He was traveling today out of the country. And we are, we are talking and just catching up. And I said, let me pray for you since you're traveling tomorrow. And I, I, I was standing outside in our office, and I, it was on phone. I started praying for him. And I saw something clear inside of, in my spirit. And I thought, hey, that's amazing. I saw him taking a huge leap. And I said, I've seen this. What does it mean? It tells me you've confirmed something that I've wrestled with for a long time. I've wanted to take that step, then I feel like 
I don't think I'm ready to do this. But I've seen you taking that step. A new thing springing forth. That amazes me sometimes. You know, you're talking. We're talking. I'm just update of how you're doing and tell me, by the way, I'm even traveling tomorrow. I said, let me pray for you. I like doing that. You know, I like meeting with someone and tell me, you know, I'm a pastor and all that. Oh, let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my pastor, for my brother over here. I like doing that by the roadside. <laughs> I was talking to a certain gentleman. They came over here bringing some furniture. He's a driver. And I ended up leading him to the Lord. In fact, I put my, I placed my hand on him and I, I asked him, I, I spoke a little bit of the gospel, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then I asked him, so can I pray for you? He says, you know, I have to be ready. I said, no, 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 it's not about that. I want to pray for you. By the way, that works. I want to pray for you. So I placed my hand. He said, okay, go ahead and pray. I placed my hand and I said, Father, I bind blindness, I bind deafness. And I, I, I speak an opening of his heart to, to receive the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you, Father, for touching him with your presence. Amen. He said, I feel different. I don't know if you could. Uh, could he, said, I, he started laughing. I feel different. I said, you feel different? I feel different. What do you mean? I feel happy. <laughs> he said that. I feel so happy. I said, all right, then. Do, do you mind if I can pray this prayer of salvation? He said, no, I don't mind that. And he prayed that prayer, by the way, that works. You tell a person, I want to pray for you. Talk to them a little bit of the gospel and tell them, I want to pray for you. He said, but I'm not ready. I said, no, 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 no. I'm praying for you. Take authority over. Listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit. That young man came to the Lord, just confessed the Lord just that way. Just that. It's from your room. <laughs> he said, I come from five kilometers from from Nyaururu down as if uh, towards Rumrut. I said, oh, I know a pastor over there. I like going to Nyaururu. It's so fresh. The <laughs> father is a pastor there in the uh, father is a pastor there in Nyaururu. I said, it's so fresh over there. Oh, I like going there. It's nice. I don't know why they're doing it in Nairobi. <laughs> Nyaururu is so beautiful. <laughs> but it's so fresh. But, but listen this. You be refreshed. New thing comes in. You have to deal with with the old. And the way to do that is really have to spend time in his God's presence. He said, Behold, I'll do a new thing. Now you shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. True. Just think about river in the desert. River in the desert. I don't think you've ever been to a desert and it's so dry. But if you saw a river in the desert, it's refreshing. That means you'll be refreshed in the desert. And then, so, what you are supposed to, to do? Spend time in his presence, looking unto him. Hebrews 4.16, it says, Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Come boldly. How do you do Come boldly to the throne of grace. Oh, I've meditated on that scripture. Listen to this. So simple, but yet the simple things many times as believers don't believe them. So they remain in paper, on paper. 
Listen, so simple is this. If God says come, it's because you can come. And you cannot go to the throne of grace without experiencing his presence. If he says you come because you can come. Then you have to, lead, to look at him by faith. You need to go to the book like, I keep meditating on that in, uh, for years. I've done that for years. In the book of Revelation, especially chapter, chapter 1 about Jesus and chapter 4. About God the Father, the throne room. Why, why did he write them there if he doesn't want me to meditate on that? I have to meditate on that and, and see his eyes brighter than that. Like flames of fire. His face like the sun shining in its full strength. His voice like the sound of many waters. I have to meditate on that as I'm praying in the Holy Ghost to meditate on that and see the head of the church. Not with my head, with my eyes. Because I have my inner eyes, which needs to be enlightened, and they're enlightened in God's presence. Remember when I spoke about the eye, and you're looking at me as a biology teacher? <laughs> when I was teaching about the, the eye, the, the light enables you to see. You can have perfect eyes, but without light, you can see. And when you start going into the presence of God and you're praying, and, and you're meditating on that, Father, you've told me to come. I've come. I, I repent of my sins. I, I, I believe your word. I choose to believe your word. Every plant that you, my heavenly Father, has not planted, I uproot it. And I draw with faith. Thank you for times of refreshing. Thank you for open doors that you're opening my eyes to see. You're opening my ears to hear. You're opening my heart to perceive the thoughts of heaven. Now, Father, thank you. Thank you for times of refreshing. Thank you for times of refreshing. Thank you for the outpouring of your spirit. Thank you, Father. I draw strength from you. Oh, Father, even in my weakness, I speak strength. Because your word says, let the weak say, I'm strong. Father, thank you for these days, even this time, this season of a new year, of a new year, Father, in your calendar. Thank you, Father, for opening my eyes to see, for opening my ears to hear, for opening my heart to perceive your voice. And you said, go here, and we are going into it right now. You didn't come to, to look at me doing it. We're doing it together. Okay, you ready? Now let me finish with this. Spend time in his presence. I want us in these few minutes we are together. I want us to enter in such presence of God that you will know you have been in God's presence. You will know you, you have been in God's presence. Of late, literally, I've even touched people Come close and put my hand on them and say, Oh God, oh God, I feel his presence. Literally. So many places, even as strangers. Strangers, oh God, oh. And some strangers who go, Oh, oh, what's this? At a certain man, we were together in high school. I was in form two. When I was in form four, he was in form two. And then I hadn't met with him for. Years, then I think last year in March, uh, uh, I was in, a, in, in Voytown, and I, 
I found him in, in the shop uh, with his brother. So we spoke a little, bit, a little bit, exchanged numbers. And then recently he called me, and he was here in the church company. I said, man, I'm away. In fact, I'm actually in Naivasha. But then, uh, can you come and meet with me? So he came, and we met. And I, and I he had, oh, he had just things. He was going through things. He needed help. I said, okay, concerning that situation, count it down. I'll help you. I'll, whatever that bill is, that one, I'll, I'll help you. Just let it go. I've already told you, I'm going to pay that. Oh, oh thank you. So just remove that now. Can you imagine if the Lord tells you that? Oh, God. Oh, Lord, I did that. 20 million breakthrough. And the Lord said, concerning that, I've already taken care of. Now, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk. That 10, 20 million is, I've already given that to you. Let's talk. I want you to experience my presence. You see, sometimes we have this 20 million in front of us, between us and God. Then we don't experience his presence. Listen to this, uh, church. He made his ways known to Moses. And what? His works to the children of Israel. What do you want? His ways. His ways produce his works. If you know his ways and the next need comes of 20 million comes up, you say, oh yeah, I know him. I know him. In fact, I'm, I am in his presence and I'm not going to speak about 20 million. When I'm done, he said, by the way, that 20 million by tomorrow, I'll have it. Say, oh yeah, Lord, praise God. I knew you were going to talk to me about it. Every major thing in my life came not by asking. I was in God's presence and God told me I'll be doing this. Every one of it, every major thing in my life, major thing that ever happened in my life, God told me I was going to do it. I was just enjoying his presence. And so I want you to pray for this. Oh God, I want you to start praying for this. And immediately after that, he starts showing me the scriptures. You know, if you have a friend and every time he comes with a list, <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time you go with a list, you know when you see a missed call from them, another list has come. You understand? But listen at this. Times of refreshing come from where? His presence. What do you want? You want to spend time with him. True. Just spend time with him. With him. He'll make known his ways to you. He will know those ancient paths. You will know his ways. And when things even become so tight, oh, you know where to draw strength from. He gives strength to his people. I want us to experience this tonight. Stand up on your feet, please. No list. Come on. So list, please. <laughs> no list tonight. We're not going to ask him anything. We want to, listen, we want to to get the times of refreshing from his presence. And the big part is this, repentance. Allow him. If you want to kneel, go ahead. But just allow. Oh, thank you, Father. Let's just worship. Thank you, Lord. Father, I sense your presence here right now. 
We humble ourselves, Father, in your presence. We humble ourselves and ask you to forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us even wrong way of thinking, wrong perceptions. Lord, we yield to your spirit this evening. Spirit of God, you are in us. The word of God says in Ephesians 2, 6, you've been raised up together with the Son Jesus and we have been made to sit together at the right hand of the Father. Therefore, we come boldly to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your presence. The strength that you have released upon us this evening. Your strength, the refreshing coming from your presence. Father, thank you for embracing, embracing us with your presence, infusing us with your strength. Thank you for opening our eyes to see. our ears to hear. Thank you for an open door. Open door. Open heaven. Thank you for an open heaven, Father, that you are calling us, your people, to come up high. Things that eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man, the things that you have prepared for those who love you. But Father, you have revealed these things to us by your Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things as the deep things of God. What man knows the things of a, of a man except the Spirit of a man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except your Spirit. But you have given us your Spirit, Father, that you may know the things that you have freely given to us. Freely given to us. For who has known the mind of God that he may instruct him? But you have given us the mind of Christ that we may perceive your will. Father, thank you for strength upon us. Thank you for an open heaven even of our nation this day, this, this evening, this season. We speak it of us, of our nation, times of refreshing coming from the presence of God. We speak it over the church in this nation, times of refreshing coming from the presence of the Lord. We prophesy it over the church in this nation, times of refreshing coming from the presence of the Lord. We prophesy over living, over living faith and victory faith church. Everyone you've called into this church. Everyone of this vision. Times of refreshing coming from the presence of the Lord. Revival. 
revitalize, restoration, refreshing, resuscitation, replenishing. We proclaim, we decree in the name of Jesus. We say strength, strength to do the will of the Lord our God. We speak strength among our children, among the youths, among men and women and families that you have called into this ministry. We prophesy strength and speak strength in the name of Jesus to do the will of the Lord our God. To do God's purposes we decree in the name of Jesus. Father, where there has been weakness. Your word says, let the weak say, I am strong. And I speak strength over every part of this ministry. Over everyone in the, who is in this ministry. Of everyone that has been called into this ministry. I release strength in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for giving strength to your people even here tonight. I praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Just thank you. Just thank you. Just thank you. Praise you, Father. Glory to your name. We worship you, O Lord. You're worthy of our praise. Oh, times of refreshing. Here in your presence, coming from your presence, O oh Lord, you give to your people strength. You've given us strength, O oh Lord our God, and we thank you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Just give him praise. You've given us our strength. Here in your presence, O oh Lord. We are refreshed here in your presence, O oh Lord. We receive strength in your presence, O oh Lord. Oh, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Just lift your voice and sing it to him. Sing to him a new song. Here in your presence, O oh Lord. Oh, here in your presence, there is open door. In your presence, Lord, double doors are open. In your presence, oh Lord, in your presence, oh Lord. In your presence, O oh Lord, we find strength, we find strength, we find strength, we find your joy, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. <laughs> oh, here in your presence, O oh Lord, we find joy of our Lord for the joy of our Lord 
is our strength. The joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Is our strength. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. It's coming from the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. We worship you, our Lord. We worship you, Lord, in your presence. Here in your presence, O Lord, there is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I, I sense strength. I sense strength. I sense strength and you have it. Praise God. You have that strength. Glory to God. Will you just thank Him? Will you just lift up your voice and thank Him? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let there be a refreshing coming from the presence of the Lord. Here in your presence, O Lord. Hallelujah. Glory Glory, 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 yeah, restore, 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 restore. Me mandaya dange de mandare de bakrande mangre de bakesere de bakare de kesayere. Yegere de brandama nere de kesere de kandara na mandore. Yenama nere steke randa mandere de kesarada baro. Ah, glory to God. Glory to God. Restore. 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 In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. The word that God gave to, to David in Ziklag, he says, pursue them, overtake them, and recover all. Father, thank you. For recovery. Recover all. Proclaim that. That which the enemy has stolen. From our lives. It's time. To recover. It's time. To bring back. What your enemy has stolen. You restore sevenfold. It is time. It is the time. The times of refreshing are times of restoration. That which you have felt like you have missed out has been restored. And there's a word that I keep hearing from prophets saying a reset. A reset. A reset. That even lost opportunities God restoring them to your life. In this season, lost 
opportunities. Things that you longed to see and you have not seen. And it looked like you are not going to see them anymore. But since the Spirit of the Lord saying this, it's time for restoration. It's a time for restoration. But you see, when you come into God's presence and you start experiencing that times of refreshing, there is nothing that lacks in God's presence. For in His presence there is fullness. Yes, there is fullness of joy. But remember that the joy of the Lord is your strength. So you receive strength from His presence to pursue your enemy and recover everything that He has stolen from you. So receive restoration. Receive a recovery. Cycles of sickness and disease. I break your power now. I don't know if he's here or someone watching. But you have heard. Over and over again. You have heard that sickness recurring. That condition recurring. This, this evening, by the authority of God's word, by the authority that is in the name of Jesus, I break that cycle of sickness, the cycle of infirmity, the cycle of weak, a weakness. I break that in the name of Jesus. But enter into the cycle of the blessing of God that you don't at all identify yourself with that infirmity because that curse is broken. That curse of the enemy is broken. That lie of the enemy over your life is broken in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. 